Hi out there. I'm Pat Pauly, and I want to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the visual arts or the performing arts. And this week, Joanne Shellen, visual artist, is here to talk with us. Joanne has been painting and participating in art shows for nearly two decades. And she also does some abstract paintings. Over her career, her paintings have had dozens of awards. She's been in over three dozen group shows and had almost two dozen solo shows. She is co-founder of the Kurgan Arts Studio Tour, and she's represented by the Michael Beerwer Gallery in Seattle and the Dragonfire Gallery in Cannon Beach, uh, that's Cannon Beach, Oregon, and the Angel Gallery in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So uh, she is a very productive artist. I don't see how you do all the paintings you do, Joanne. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, Pat. I really appreciate the opportunity. Well, we're so happy that you could come in. But before we get started with the interview, I want to talk about a couple of interesting stage productions coming up soon in Seattle. And the first one is one you absolutely have to go to. This is Seattle Opera's Aida, and that is May 5th through May 19th. And this is the big production of the year. This is Verdi's hugely ambitious opera that has it all. The tale ties in pharaohs and slaves, priests and priestesses, lust and love, betrayal and redemption, and lost more. And as I said, this opera is going to be the opera of the year, so better get your tickets now. It's getting close to the opening date, May 5th. And then another interesting show that's coming up that I already have my ticket for Andrew Lloyd Webber, who you know did Phantom of the Opera and also Jesus Christ Superstar. So he's had two big hits, and he has another one. Uh, This one is actually called Love Never Dies. It's on at the Paramount, May 8th to 13th. Um, And it's actually a second story with Phantom of the Opera characters. It's not exactly a sequel. And it's set in 1907, so it's 10 years after the original. It opened in London in 2010, and uh, they keep revising it. And it didn't do too well in London, but then it went to Australia, and it did a lot better because they revised it. They keep revising it. It keeps getting better reviews. So maybe the one that we see will be the one that's going to Broadway. Who knows? Anyway, it's something different. It's something new. And apparently the music is sensational. The stage settings are sensational. So, you know, it. It's got to be interesting and good. We'll be back shortly with Joanne Shellen on RB Northwest, talking about her journey in art and also about the Kirken Artist Studio Tour. And that's coming up May 12th and 13th, Mother's Day weekend. Stay tuned to 1150 AM. What color blue is in the sky today? Did you see that sunset? How can I paint that? These are just a few of the things you'll learn by taking an art class at the Kirkland Arts Center. Spring class registration is open now, and it's the perfect time to learn a new skill in drawing, glass mosaic, fiber art, collage, and so much more. 
Learn from professional art instructors at the Eastside's number one arts learning community. Register now for classes continuing through May and June. At KAC, we believe in the power of the arts to transform and inspire. Learn more online at kirklandartcenter.org. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. I just want to listen to that music a little bit more. <laughs> We're here talking with Joanne Shellen, local artist, whose paintings push the boundaries of color, emotion, and design in an impressionistic style. How about that? <laughs> so, but before we get to your paintings, Joanne, let's talk a bit about the Kirkland Artist Studio Tour. First of all, let's tell the listeners what it is. All right. It's a self-guided tour in Kirkland of maybe, I think, 40 artists for a participating, 40 to 45 artists. It varies each year. They're all in Kirkland or Juanita, and you go following a map free. You just guide yourself. You drive. Where do you get the map? You can go to the Kirkland Art Center. Oh, I think they're going to have it online, too. And it's online. Yeah. At the Kirkland Artist Studio Tour. You can find it at Kirkland Art Center. Dot org on their website. Oh, okay. You can download it or you can go there and start the tour there. And you can look through the brochure. It's going to have tons of art, one from each, well, a picture from each artist. And you pick your circle, your favorites, and then start going around to the tour. And it's really, it's a different kind of retail, right? Because the artists are sharing their studio and they're selling their art. Most retail, you go into a store and there's this sort of tension between you and the person behind the counter. But when an artist open their homes and their studios, there is no tension. People are so grateful to be there. They're so kind. They love to talk. They're people who love art, who like to talk about art. They're interested in the art you're making. They want to see the process. It's just it's like you make friends all day long, and I think they feel that, too. It's a very intimate experience. So you, as an artist, really enjoy this studio tour. I do. I just think the more you can get people connected to talk about what they're interested in, strangers and friends, it's, it's a huge, it's, a, it's just great for the world, I right. think. Right, right. People are connected and happy. They're doing something they want to talk about and see visually, and they like to just, they're interested in art. That's why you go to a studio tour, unless you just want to take your mom, and that's great, too. (laughs) So you have this tour of all these artist studios. You've got your map, and and there's no charge for it. You can just wander around to all of these studios and have a great day, and it always seems to sunshine on those days, doesn't it? It is. It's always a great day when you have it. We had the funniest thing one time, some People were on bicycles, and they were doing the tour that way. And they saw a house up on Waverly Way, and it had a bunch of balloons. So you're like, oh, this must be part of the tour. So they toddle on up there, and it's like someone's wedding reception. Oh, no. It was hilarious. It was so funny. (laughs) Anyway, usually there are signs out front that let you know it's part of the studio tour. Now, tell me, uh, now you are one of the co-founders of the Kirk and Artist Studio Tour, now, why did that come about? How did it come about? So, let's see, 15 years ago? At least, yeah. Yeah, 15, 15 years, years this year. ago. Yeah. So, 
you know, as an artist, you have your community of art buddies. I'm detail-oriented, and I have a really good friend, Chris Sharp, and she is a big-picture kind of girl. She goes up to Kamano Island to their studio tour. She shot back over to my house immediately and said, you, <laughs> you're going to do this with me. I'm like, what? She's like, we oh, I, are going to start. Oh, i Mano Island, what? Yeah. <laughs> she, we, we are going to start a studio tour here in Kirkland. We know so many artists. We can do this. Yeah. So we invited all our friends. We had like a dozen people that first year. A lot of friends who were willing to help do all the legwork to run it. We did that for about five years. And after about five years, we were all like totally burnt out. Uh-oh. It's like, I can't make art and do this thing. So what can we do? I know. Let's ask the Kirkland Arts Center. Maybe they want to do it. And they did. Oh, and we've been ever grateful. Yeah. <laughs> we're so happy. So they organize things. They do. They organize. They run the whole thing now. It's fabulous. Oh, and we just, great. you know, you pay a fee and you participate. And that's how it should be. And that way, the artists don't, you know, get too stressed out. And you can just focus on making art. Focus on making art and yeah. talking to the people. Yeah, yeah. On Not the weekend. be totally worn out by the time right. the weekend comes. Exactly, Pat. So how uh, how have you all kept it going? I know the Bell, the uh, Kirk and Art Center has helped you out a lot. Oh, they're great. But ha- have a lot of people been on this? The artist's been on this tour for all 15 years? Oh, definitely. Oh, really? Sure. So they really like it. They like talking to the people who are interested in their art. They do. I mean, and it's it's also a way to build your customer base, new people coming through. Right. Like, I have certain galleries that I show at, but I don't show all my work. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I'm an <laughs> extrovert. I like it. I really do. Well, I'll bet most of the artists on the tour I think they really do. like it. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't do it every year. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, now, can children come? Are there things for kids? Do you know? There is. At the oh. Kirkland Arts Center, they have all sorts of kids' activities. Oh, okay. And there's food everywhere on this tour. Okay, I was going to Little nibbles and noshes. People will have coffee and wine and whatever you need up or down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you'll so. be fed. You'll be pampered. It's lovely. Now, also, there's a new thing. Anna Skipska is taking uh, oh, a yeah, tour bus. bus. Right. I love that. On Saturday. Oh, my gosh. That's the way I'm going to see it, at least the first time. I'll probably come Sunday and look again. But... Oh, you're coming. I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. And nice. so if you want to go on the bus, you just you do have to pay a fee for that. But you have Anna Skipska, who's an artist herself. Mm. Okay. And very funny. She's She's very fun to be around. And she's our tour guide. And uh, so if you want to do that, just go on the Kirkland Arts Center site. And I think that's on there, too. So that is something that I hope everybody gets to. It's really close, a lot of fun, great art, and great great conversations with artists. Yes. Yeah. Now, let's talk about your art. Um now, your art journey began about 18 years ago, which wasn't immediately in life. Uh, how did you come into doing art? I know that wasn't your first occupation. <laughs> it wasn't. But, you know, I always loved doing art as a kid. I was always totally confident and at home with any kind of art supplies. That was my favorite time. 
a day. So I liked it a lot, and I minored in it in college. Oh, okay. But I majored in communication. I thought, well, I'll go into advertising. That seemed right. And in the end, I went to my family's jewelry store and worked there for many years as a gemologist and running the store, which probably gave me a good background in how to run a small business of my own. Oh, sure. Jewelry. Yeah. But, I mean, the art, I just... My, I think my second kid, I had two sons. My second boy was in preschool, and I just set up a table in my bedroom and started dinking around with art more. I took a class, a watercolor class at the Kirkland Arts Center, and I loved it. I loved wow. it. Rather than just a thin line like drawing or something like that, oh, the first couple <laughs> of teachers I had, like big wide brushes, huge pieces of paper. and you're For like, watercolors? Yes, big oh, arm motions. And I'm like, I am on this. This is so fun. I just loved it. So I did that for like 10 years, and I just had this epiphany after almost 10 years. Like, after 10 years. You know, if I did this more than once a week in the class, I'd probably really get a lot better at it. Right. And then I just head down and beelined it, switched from watercolor to oils and found my medium. That's where I was at home. And then just started working every day at it. And well, uh, Why did oil feel so much better to you? Is it more, is it brighter? Is it easier to control? Is it? I think that it's so interesting how people choose their medium, right? Because there's a million ways to make art. There's a million tools oh, and things. And absolutely. how would you know where to even start? I but guess you the, have to try a lot of things. <laughs> maybe. And I was really stuck on watercolor for a long time. Like, I got to get this. You know, I was just like, <laughs> I got to figure out this medium. But I walked into a gallery where Pam Ingalls, she does a la prima. That means fresh. All done in one, one session for oh, oil painting. Really? And it was really impressionist. She just dipped and dabbed. And I was, I just watched her. I got, got weak in the knees. I'm like, oh, yes, I want to do this. It, and, I, and I did. I took a class from her that weekend, got rid of my watercolors. It's more direct. Yeah. If you want a white spot, you don't have to save it three steps back. You put a white spot there. <laughs> and I just love that. And I love, like, they're, they're really thick and creamy, like sour cream. There's something really sensual about oils. And I thought, I had this preconceived idea, like it took like three years for them to dry or something, and they don't. It's like a couple days and they're dry. It's not, <laughs> it's not this forever. big, hairy process, <laughs> right. And uh, I don't know, I tell you, it just fit. It fit. And then I also had, I mean, I'm tootling along, I'm taking workshops and classes, kind of hit and miss. I didn't have a proper art background. So... I'm hit and miss, and not every painting's turning out, and I don't know why. Yeah. And my great leap forward. Okay. Let's hear it. Was ta-da. Ta-da. I took a, a continuous class, not a workshop where you're in and out in a weekend. Right, right. A continuous class for like two and a half years from Leanna Bennett. She teaches at Arts Umbrella in Bothell, and it was my best move, I tell you. Because when somebody, she's extremely talented and she's generous and she never, some workshops, you've taken workshops, you learn to paint like the teacher. Yeah. Not like that. She sees you where you're at, your strengths, your weaknesses. You come in every week and she starts working with you. Yeah, and she she's still teaching. You. <laughs> Arts Umbrella. She's really hard to get into, but she's oh. up at... Um, Bothell Country Village is where it's located currently. It was just, I will forever be grateful for her for teaching me the basics 
Right. Like value, drawing skills. I mean, a lot of things so, I was kind of... And you were in it for two and a half years, so that's... Uh, oh, yeah. As much as... Way more than you might get in a college course in art because you have to cover the gamut of different, you know, uh, techniques. I learned so, so much in there. It was really great. And then I started becoming a lot more consistent and things felt better, you know? So you kind of found your medium and you knew that was it. I think a lot of people, though, you know, they just toy around with all different things. That's me. Of course, I don't have the talent you do, but I just put things under my bed. I told you that. But um, but uh, so much of it is just... How do you know when it's... I don't know. I just knew it. It just felt... I felt at home. I knew I'd come home with it. But I don't know what else to tell you. that long course really helped you, too. It did. Yeah. So how come you don't do acrylics? Or do you do I some did, acrylics? I did do acrylics. Acrylics, my husband always teases me. He said that was my gateway drug to oils. Because oh, I went... And a lot drug. of people do that. You'll go watercolor, acrylic. And then oils. And that was how I did it, too. Because yeah. one water medium to acrylic, which is another water medium. Right. And then to oils. I liked acrylics. And they, they serve a great purpose. They're great fun. And I sometimes, actually, I don't do it so much anymore. But I went through a period where I did underpaintings in acrylic. Dries uh-huh. very quickly. And then you did your oils on top. But now I just do oils straight up. Now, how has the subject matter that you paint evolved over time that has been so interesting to me as you know as you age you learn about yourself more and more or that's how it's been for or you me. should you should <laughs> right we're all working on it we're I get all that working path. at it <laughs> and as I just when you first start to paint you don't know anything and so you're like okay I'm going to paint that post over there and see if I can paint it. Or I'm going to paint the refrigerator. Does it look like a refrigerator? You're so excited if it looks yeah. like a refrigerator. But then after a while, you're sub- once you learn how to paint, you figure it out, you learn how to draw, and then suddenly it becomes more important. Like, okay, you're going to pick something, and it needs to be meaningful in some way. And like that's where like self-knowledge, it's like, I'm not a really a big picture person. I'm not that political that isn't what's close to my heart what is close to my heart people I would say that from seeing your paintings yeah (laughs) I kind of like where a little action's happening I like people having conversations I like that kind of community so then I finally the funnel started coming down to what what do I need it to be really authentic you finally figure that out it took me a while you need to be authentic and you need to Paint what is meaningful to you. And but so I think I'm you have to le- kind of learn how to paint oh, first. Oh, absolutely. That's and why then, painting. I mean, it's a, it's an evolution absolutely. to even get to the point where you can actually express who you are. You are but so you right. you did get to that point. I did. It took me a long time of painting the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah? Yeah. So... So it seems to me that you paint a lot of scenes, scenes with people in them. Yeah. And then how about color? I mean, I think your color is very dramatic. Did you start out that way or, oh, you started out with dramatic color? I did. I really don't shy away. I really like color. Sometimes I'll try doing something like kind of sepia tone, you know, looking like from a long time ago or like I did some black and whites recently, 
and they were fun, but I'm not sure they're me. <laughs> you keep your you need to keep amusing yourself when you when you paint. You keep trying things. Right, right. Taking side roads, seeing how this feels, but I do love color. Yeah, it seems to be. I, she uh, kind of if you when you see some of your paintings, you know they're very impressionistic. They're very colorful. They remind me of the boating party, for example. Yes, you I know, love that painting. You know, uh, oh. these impressionistic paintings that have something going on. Yeah. And, a, and a, at least a few people in them, you know, and and you kind of are drawn into the painting and into the action. Um, and a story. I hope people can come up with a story themselves or put themselves in that place. So do you have a story when you're painting? Do you think there's a story or do you just paint and then a story kind of develops? A story develops. <laughs> oh, okay. As I'm painting a person, I'm like, he looks kind of friendly. Maybe he'd like to talk to her, you know? <laughs> oh, I do. That? I make it. I, I think about that. Now, you've gone into, now I know that your main focus is impressionistic and, and it's figurative painting. But you have gone a little bit into the abstract. How's that worked for you? <laughs> you know, it's like a pendulum when you're swinging. You just, you, you, your pendulum goes over to the right and you're painting kind of tight. Really, things need to be more exact. And you do that for a while and you, you get up one day and you're like, oh, I just need to cut loose. <laughs> and then the pendulum swings way <laughs> over to the other side and you're like, I'm going to work on an abstract today. So I do it more for my own self. I'll show them at the studio tour. I don't really sell them at a gallery. I'm not sure they're really there yet, but they're really fun, and they're interesting, and they're challenging, and it just allows my pendulum to go back and forth to give me some playfulness. But it's not really your serious art. It isn't. But it's already time for a break. We'll be right back with more talk with Joanne Shellen, artist. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Don't miss Making Our Mark, Art by Pratt Teaching Artists, closing Sunday, April 15th. This exhibition celebrates the influential history of the Pratt Fine Arts Center with diverse works from nearly 300 Pratt teaching artists. From April 13th through August 10th, check out Posada, Jose Guadalupe Posada and the Mexican Penny Press. Known as the father of modern Mexican art, Posada is famous for his popular and satirical representations of calaveras or skeletons in lively guises. More at BellevueArts.org. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Joanne Shellen, local artist whose paintings Push the boundaries of color, emotion, and design. And they're impressionistic, which a lot of people really like. I do, too. Um, but she was talking about doing something that is a little more abstract, but just for fun. She really considers herself an impressionist painter, right? But tell me, um, when you paint, now some people paint from photos and some from imagination, and some from both. Um, what's the difference here? I, I mean, some people also only paint from life, very pure. Oh yes, I I think that might be the best. 
actually plain air. <laughs> right. Where you're standing in front of the, we have a model in front of you or you have a scene in front of you, like the boat painters. You went right. back to it and you set and it up And they all every sat day. outside and painted together. I mean, that looked like a lot of fun to Right, me. right. <laughs> and I do, plain air painting is fabulous in the summer. Oh, here. right. <laughs> Not out in the rain. I'm like too much of a <laughs> weemus to get out there and in the snow or rain and do it. Um, I like... I like pho- photography. I'm I'm not bad at it, and I really I always have my camera with me. I'm always taking tons of pictures, and I and I take them as reference photos. Uh-huh. And I really like to take a half a dozen pictures. And in my studio, I think my better work comes from my studio as opposed to plein air. Oh, really? I do. I maybe I'm a little slow on the uptake, but it takes me a long time to set up a good composition, a good design. It takes me all day. To really, I'm moving stuff around. I'm really, if you don't have a great composition, a great design, uh-huh. I don't care how cool your strokes are, how bright your colors are, it's n- it's not going to be a great painting. You, See, so you just use these photos as kind of reference for, you know, what a face might look like. or I do. I pull from sources, and I put things together. I might want a crowd, and I'll take people from here and there. To put it together, I leave a lot out in the photo, you Uh know, things that were there. I'll take a group of photos of an area and put something together, but it's got to be a really great design. So that just takes all day. That's interesting that you work that way. Yeah. I think think that's very inspirational. That's a lot more creative than just trying what's there in a picture, you know? Right. Because that's just copying, even even if it's plain air, if you're not... Altering it isn't altering it the art for me. I can't help but alter it. It's like I remember somebody coming up behind me and, and watching me paint, and they're like, "Wait, what do you have that blue shadow there for? What's with that? That that's not blue. Look at that. That's gray." I'm like, "I don't care. I like want it blue. I'm the painter. I get to do anything I want here. You know." That's right. <laughs> I love playing around with it. So representative painting versus non-objective painting. Are you talking about... Like abstract painting. Abstract. Yeah. And I uh, tend to paint... I mean, I paint some abstracts, but mostly representational. And they're beautiful. So you'll have to go on our website. Why don't you give us your website? It's joanneshellen.com. And that's J-O-A-N-N-E-S-H-E-L-L-A-N. Okay. Hope to see you at the Kirkland Artist Studio Tour, too. And so good to talk to you, Joanne. And now I want to see you all at the Kirkland Artist Studio Tour and have you all take a look at our website. Be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest, news and views of the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on KKNW 1150 AM. Have a great creative week.